She is the author of Rabobank's Agribusiness Outlook for 2024. It's called Smooth Sailing or Choppy Waters. Her name is Emma Higgins, Senior Ag Analyst for said bank, Rabobank. Emma, already on the show I've been talking you up to Miles Hurrell and Todd McClay, so I'm expecting something big from you. You better deliver. Uh, Good afternoon for the first time in 2024, by the way. Good afternoon. Thanks for that warm introduction. I'll try not to disappoint. Well, let's rip into it. You've picked out three key issues, and those issues are central bank actions, obviously what the Reserve Bank's going to do around interest rates, the recovery or otherwise of the Chinese economy, and we've been talking about this one to both Miles and Todd McClay, the geopolitical tensions and conflict around the world. What do you want to start with? Let's start with interest rates. Mm, Yeah. Right, so big decisions ahead for our central bankers to cut or not to cut. Now, the challenge that they are facing is that if inflation is not firmly under control, there is a risk that with cuts we could see a reigniting of that inflation furnace. But if we have too restrictive monetary policy for too long, that also has implications. So our view, Jamie, is that we are likely to see in the second half of this year the OCR cuts come through potentially from the Reserve Bank, um, but I'm not getting too hopeful out there for that throwback to post-GFC type rates. Uh, I think at this stage we're likely only to see modest cuts coming through. Will the Chinese economy recover in 2024? I guess that is the $64,000 question, or in China's case, probably the $64 trillion question. Yeah, that's right. Look, our view is that it's likely that China will have another slow economic growth year. So it's things that we've talked about before, Jamie, around those property price pressures. We've got an ageing demographic. We've got weak consumer confidence. uh, And then also that broader global challenge of um, global consumer demand for Chinese exports. All of that will flow through into that melting pot when it comes to economic growth. Uh, I don't think it necessarily bodes well super strong commodity prices for some commodities for some of our food and fibre export products. And when it comes to the third key point, geopolitical tensions and conflict, any I mean, we're all guessing there, aren't we? Yeah, look, and the, the, we, we're guessing, we're watching, we're trying to anticipate what might happen, but it is hard, Jamie, because, you know, is it the war in the Ukraine? Is it the Middle East? recent escalations? Is it China-Taiwan? Is it North Korea? Um, is it you know what's happening in the Red Sea right now when it comes to shipping? So there's loads of points to watch. I think front and centre right now is probably the more recent example where our relationship with China has, has obviously re-emerged front and centre when it comes to um, our defence ties with AUKUS and the response that we've seen come through from the Chinese embassy. Um, it is a very fine line that we balance. It's quite a difficult path that we have as a country, trying to stand up for our own values and that of our allies versus trying to you know, really engage with a country that offers massive market potential and a willingness to pay a premium for our products. Right, let's look so, at the... Let, sorry, let's have a look at some of those products, commodities yeah. on an individual yeah. basis. Let's start with dairy, because you're an expert in the field there. Another good global dairy trade auction. Uh, Miles Hurrell, not surprisingly, is denying $8 is on the cards, but we must be giving it a bit of a nudge. I know that you're at seven seventy-five, Emma, and you're traditionally a bit of a Grinch, a bit conservative. 
Oh, well, I'd like to think that Christmas has passed. But yes, we are certainly um, a little bit more bullish on the milk price front. Uh, So, look, we do think that China has been working through a lot of its inventories that's been building or um, has been, uh, you know, accumulating over the last couple of years. And we also think that there isn't a lot of new milk around globally when we look at those export engines. And so right now we think the markets are balanced. And we think that ultimately that will be good for Farmgate milk price forecast, particularly moving into the new season. Um, obviously, price volatility, I think, is still going to be a key theme for this year as well, given that there isn't a lot of new milk around. What can you do for the sheep farmers? Oh, it's such a waiting game right now. Um, well, I'm going to give them a small lining. And this is our Australian counterparts over in the Tasman have had a shot in the arm with some rain and we know that their prices have started to lift. So hopefully that will uh, mean that we might see less production than what we had anticipated before Christmas, um, which could be helpful for our sheep producers here, but really we're waiting for the second half of 2024 to see those prices improve. Well, let's hope they do. Thank you, Emma, for your time.